Singing Dutchman Productions. Hello, my name is Anne Erbach. I live in Otterstadt, Germany, and you are listening to Doug's Front Porch. Hello and welcome to Doug's Front Porch, a podcast where I get to sit down with friends old and new and have honest conversations. Welcome, dear friends, to what I guess is becoming our annual Thanksgiving episode. To friends of the podcast who have been listening for more than just a couple months, you might remember that last year at this time I put out an episode where I reached out to friends asking about their thoughts about this holiday, Thanksgiving, that most American of all holidays. And I was really blessed to have multiple people send me uh, their thoughts and responses to some questions like what's their favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving? What does Thanksgiving mean to them? Why is it an important holiday? And, uh, you know, I shared all those stories with all of you, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I thought, well, Thanksgiving's coming up again this year, and I want to do kind of the same thing. But, you know, Thanksgiving last episode last year, we talked about, you know, how meaningful the holiday is. And I don't want to take anything away from how meaningful Thanksgiving is. For many of us, it is truly a holiday or one of the few holidays where we sit back and honestly, you know, think about what are we thankful for and, and what can we be thankful for? It's a very it's a very somber and, and solemn holiday in that sense. But it also can lead to good times as well. Of course, I know many of us have many fond stories and memories of sitting around that table at Thanksgiving and enjoying laughs with their family and friends, not just thinking about, you know, what they're thankful for, but also enjoying the day and enjoying good food. And if your Thanksgiving table is anything like my Thanksgiving table, uh, at some point throughout the day, there will be lots of laughter. So this year, I thought I want to reach out to friends and ask if anybody had funny Thanksgiving stories to share. So instead of something somber and solemn this year, let's flip it and let's hear some funny stories that'll make us, you know, brighten our day a little bit in, in, in preparation for this important holiday. So without further ado... Sit back, and hopefully these stories will bring a smile to your face. Maybe they'll even make you laugh out loud. And enjoy uh, some of your fellow Front Porch listeners' stories about Thanksgiving. Oh, it was a holiday, like any other holiday, that the family's going to get together. So myself and my then-husband, my sister, my brother, and his wife... My other brother, his wife, and their two sons, my nephews and my parents, all got together at my parents' house for our holiday meal, which sounds kind of nice, but there's always a lot of tears and, and, and screaming, as with most family holidays. So the first thing I do when I get to my parents' house, of course, is go and get myself a nice glass of Irish whiskey just so I can deal with them. And my nephews come in and they're like all sad saying, oh, Aunt Marilyn, are you an alcoholic? And I said, no, I just have to do this when I visit your grandparents. So that started it all off. Now, in the meantime, 
My mom was never much of a cook, and she had put the turkey in the microwave for the dinner, and that didn't turn out well because her regular stove, her regular oven was broken. The thing is, the microwave is in the bedroom because it used to be in the kitchen where you would expect it, but they wanted to put a little TV there, so they moved the microwave into the bedroom. So you had to go in there to, to check the microwave to see if the turkey was even sweating yet, but trust me, it was not. It was still pink <clears throat> pretty much the rest of the day. And in the meantime, my sister-in-law comes in with this giant, giant bowl of coleslaw and was so upset that the turkey was still pink. She ran into the basement with her coleslaw, started to cry, and sat on the stairs and ate her coleslaw, which was fine with me because she's kind of strange, I guess. Um, my other sister is always congenial, and there is no issue with her. But the pink turkey just did not seem to, you know, stand uh, the test of having a meal. So my other sister-in-law had brought this big giant lasagna, and <clears throat> sister-in-law in the basement was really upset with that because you don't eat lasagna on Thanksgiving. However, that's what we had to eat since the turkey was still pink. So there's uh, so many strange things going on <laughs> with my family holidays and like I said there's always crying and tears coleslaw in the basement pink turkey in the microwave microwave in the bedroom that they just get these holidays just got better and better my name is Douglas Dockey I live in Gratz Pennsylvania and this is my Thanksgiving story we all learned about Thanksgiving as children and we enjoyed the family gatherings and all the festivities and foods which were involved with Thanksgiving. At one time, I worked in the school district of Lancaster, PA, Pennsylvania, and it was a learning experience for many of the immigrants who arrived from Southeast Asia, South American and Central American countries, and from Puerto Rico. Turkey was a new food for many of them. Uh, families did not know how to prepare the turkey. Do you boil it? Do you microwave it? Do you roast it? How long? What temperature? What was this stuff called stuffing? What do you do with that? Uh, corn, that was for animals in some of the cultures. And also the... Um, Beans, baked beans, no. Uh, Puerto Ricans eat black beans and rice, and it's not sweet. It's just seasoned with salt and other spices. It was a cross-cultural learning experience for the Indians and the settlers um, hundreds of years ago, and for many of these new families in Lancaster, it was an, another cross-cultural experience. Part of that was when the Pupil Services Department, consisting of psychologists, counselors, and uh, some of the psychiatrists and other homeschool visitors, they would deliver fresh turkeys and other foods in boxes to the new families in the community and hoping that they would know what to do with these foods. 
at one time, as I was in the foreign language department, some of the Spanish teachers would go out on these deliveries and they would uh, explain to the families that, yes, this is turkey and this is how you prepare it. And the corn is not the same as the hard corn for animals. And if you didn't want to eat the baked beans, you know, have some rice and black beans. Um, it was it was a nice cross-cultural experience. At one point, one year, uh, one of the Spanish teachers was out making deliveries and uh, she came back and said, yeah, but I was short one box. Well, anyway, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, when classes resumed, I was going to visit that teacher up on the third floor of one of the junior high schools. And I, as I went up the stairway, it's, there was a peculiar old odor uh, that struck my nostrils. As I got up to the third floor, <coughs> excuse me, Nick, the janitor, came through the, floor, the door um, carrying a garbage can and he was grumbling something. And as I went into the door, the third floor hallway, the smell was really strong. And I thought, oh boy, Nick, what did you eat? So going down the hallway, uh, some of the other teachers in the third floor, they said, oh, I wouldn't go in there if I were you. Well, I went down to the door and I opened it and I noticed that all the windows were wide open on that December morning and it was cold, but boy, the smell. Evidently somebody, maybe it was the teacher, maybe it was one of the psychologists, had left the box of a thawed turkey and other foods on an active radiator in full sunlight for almost a week. The turkey had gone really bad. It was, uh, it actually kind of exploded in the plastic mesh bag. And there were turkey guts all over the radiator. So they were trying to get the room aired out before the students came that morning. But yeah, that was one experience that uh, we, the, the educators, had never learned before and I'm sure that they will never leave a turkey on the radiator in the sunlight for six days. Hi everybody this is Danielle Wilson and I grew up on Shade Hollow in Mill Hall Pennsylvania and one Thanksgiving when I was a kid we went to my aunt's house and they lived on Plunkett's Run in Mill Hall and they had a big black Labrador dog that they used to just let outside and, you know, it would always come home or it would just stay kind of nearby. And the dog's name was Zorba. And one Thanksgiving, we were all eating and Zorba comes back with a fully stuffed turkey in her mouth. So obviously somebody had set a turkey out to cool and unfortunately that neighbor when they went out to get their turkey for their Thanksgiving meal had nothing. We feel so bad. We still to this day don't know who it was. I had one other friend that reached out to me and said, Doug, I have a great story for you, but I'm too afraid to 
to record it. And I don't want my name or the story associated with my family. And I said, well, why don't you tell me the story and then I'll see if I can work it into the show or not. And uh, they said, okay, okay. So this is names are not revealed, but I thought this was a pretty good story. So um, someone that I know, uh, this happened at one of their Thanksgivings in the past. Apparently the um, the pre meal festivities were going pretty strong at this family's Thanksgiving and multiple bottles of various fermented and distilled beverages were being passed around and enjoyed Uh, and it came time to finally sit down and eat Uh, and as the table was set and everyone was calling okay come on time to eat they couldn't find uncle so-and-so and they looked all over the house where's uncle so-and-so and eventually somebody went out on the front porch and it was a year particularly where it was really cold supposedly you know sometimes thanksgiving can get pretty cold here in pennsylvania and there they found uncle so-and-so passed out on the rocking chair on the front porch and they tried with all their might to wake him up they made sure he was okay and he was he was breathing it wasn't that bad however he was groggy and they said come on uncle it's time to eat come on in and he just said something along those lines and they didn't know what to do and the food was getting cold so they decided i guess our best bet is to cover him up and let him sleep it off So somebody ran in, got a blanket, covered Uncle So-and-so up, and they went in and enjoyed their meal. And after a couple hours, eventually Uncle So-and-so stumbled back into the house uh, and had no idea that this had all happened and that he was a little angry, I guess, that the food was enjoyed without him. But I guess these are the things that happen if you, uh, yeah. I guess my I guess that story teaches us a couple things. You know, there are there is a time to uh, to live it up, uh, and people also know that with any time that you lift things up, you might have to face some consequences that you probably weren't expecting. So I would like to personally thank Marilyn Fox, Doug Dockey, and Danielle Wilson for sharing their funny. <laughs> stories about Thanksgivings that they have had over the years. I'm sure that it has probably thought, uh, you know, made you think about some memories from memorable Thanksgivings of your own. Um, Next year, we'll probably bring another Thanksgiving-style episode, and, and if you would like to participate, of course, well, you can send me a story as well. But until next year, uh, and as another Thanksgiving approaches on the calendar, I would like to take the time to wish all of my Front Porch listeners and their families the most blessed and joyous Thanksgiving. Please find time to be with those people that you love if you can. Be thankful for all that you have in life. Think of those that are less fortunate than us that can't sit around a table full of friends and family with good food. And do something to help those people out, too, as we go into this holiday season here in the United States of America. And wherever you're listening, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not, it's always a good time to help somebody out less fortunate than you. Dear friends, we'll keep the podcast episodes coming. I wish all of you a very blessed and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Doug's Front Porch, a conversational podcast with your host, Doug Maidenford. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Five stars only, please. Follow along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Doug's Front Porch. Also, please feel free to tell all of your friends about the show, and I'll see you all next time on My Front Porch. (music) 